This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is a CBC podcast. Are you ready? Always. All right, here we go. I do feel fine. All right, folks, you've been listening oh, to R.E.M. Yeah, yeah. on but, Sick Boy uh, Podcast Live. No, don't fucking do uh, But it does feel, it does certainly feel like it is the end of the world. Are we legally allowed to play that? I don't think so, um, but... Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> it's the end of the, the world. End of the world, man. Who fucking cares? Um, uh, so listen, we we are living in some interesting times right now. And uh, we decided to kind of pop on here. We actually had a few people tweet at us uh, kind of requesting that we chat about uh, what's happening in the world. Obviously, I, I, you know, I don't think it's uh, uh, I don't really think we need to intro it. Um, coronavirus is fucking here. It's fucking shit up. Do you think um, I'm just going to dive right into it because right. I know that we're going to kind of talk about this. But, um, you know, you played us in with that song. It's the end of the world as we know it. Um, and, you know, we've been having, uh, Jer, Lauren, the three of us have been having this conversation about uh, fear-mongering and, like, yeah. misinformation in the media and all yeah. these things. So, like, starting the podcast off with it's the end <laughs> of the world as we know it, is that yeah. is that wrong of us to do? No. No, but, I mean, it's... A, it's uh, you know why I did that, Brian? Not because I wanted to make... put put the fear of God in everyone. Uh, I, I... But I... But... That thought has crossed my mind like several times today where I'm just like, God, it feels it. Things feel apocalyptic. They you know, like, of, yeah, like, like I had Todd messaged me this morning. was like, dude, we're going like if we're going out into the country, you're coming with us. Right. And I was like, are you, are you serious? And he was like, I, I'm not joking. Like, I don't want to fucking be here if, you know, if shit hits the fan. And like right now where we are in Nova Scotia and Halifax, um, shit has not yet hit the fan, but it is hitting the fan in other places. Um, and I think there's like, there's lots of room for concern. Uh, but also I think there's a lot of room for like people to, people need to be realistic. And so I think that's what we should do here today is just kind of talk about like, um, uh, the, this sort of spectrum on which people are sitting in terms of the seriousness of what's happening. Uh, and, and from our point of view and all the, all of the research that we've been doing, mm-hmm. what we feel is valuable to, to our listeners. I do want to bring up uh, a couple things because uh, one, we were having breakfast this morning and I said to you, well, Jer, how do you feel about everything that's going on? Because you know, you're, you have a chronic illness and you're part of uh, this vulnerable population that they say is, is more at risk to, you know, potentially die from this disease. And when I said that to you, you, you said, man, I feel like I should be worrying because a ton of people have been asking me that. 
so yeah so like to you know it's really funny i was i was thinking about this yesterday where because someone had asked me that they're like how are you feeling and in my head i was like i i felt like saying i didn't say this to the person but i felt like saying this is my this is my every day like this feeling that everyone has right now welcome to my fucking welcome to like my life you know what I mean? Like the, the every year the flu season comes by and it's like, I always ask the people that I'm sur- surrounded by like, yo, did you get your flu shot? And a lot of my friends, they're, they're like, no. <laughs> and I go, fuck. Okay. Hey and Lauren, it, Lauren, did you get your flu shot? I did. Fuck. Yeah, girl. That's what I'm saying. What's <laughs> up? Yeah. Did yeah. you get yours, Bray? I'm not going to give you a high five because uh, I don't want to give you the flu. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Did you get your flu shot this uh, year? No, I didn't. See in that. And, that, I know. I and know. that's crazy. That's, that's not. That sucks for me to hear you say that you didn't sucks for me. Right. And I, I know that you're actually like, this is like, seriously, like, no, like a hundred percent. I'm, I'm yeah. actually being like a hundred yeah. fucking percent and serious. I, and that I, sucks. And I feel really bad because, you know, I think to do it and then, and I think of you and I right. think that I yeah, should yeah. do that. And then, you know, I just, I, I've never gotten it before. So like, sure. It's, it's hard to remember. And then by the time I think like, Oh fuck, I should go do that. Um, the time to get it has yeah. passed. So, and just to like reiterate, I really do feel guilty about that. The like, re- I feel shitty about yeah, that. of course, of course. Uh, good, you should. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> um, the reason why it's important that you do, Bri, is because if you got influenza, which happens every single year, mm-hmm. that's just part of our world. It, influenza comes and goes, right? Lots of people die from it every year. Everyone's fucking hearing about that right now. How about influenza kills so many people every year? If you got influenza and gave it to me, that could. That could real. I could be one of those like many people who die of influenza every year. Mm-hmm. Whereas to you, it's like, well, whatever. Your immune system's fine. Yeah, it's, right. It's really well. It's not just fine. It's really strong. It's really strong. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. You and Taylor, pinnacle. Like just fucking peak. Does your immune system go to CrossFit too, Brian? Oh. <laughs> does it do the Wednesday morning workouts? <laughs> yeah. It totally does. So, so that's why that's important for me that you mm-hmm. do that every year, right? Now that now so, now coronavirus is going around and people who 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 actually have like standard normal like good immune systems are all freaking out they're all panicking they're all going buying all the toilet paper get all the toilet paper like cuz god knows you're going to have to wipe your ass for 2 weeks in quarantine or whatever that's that's the like when, so when this person was like how do you feel in my head I was kind of laughing I was like <laughs> Dude, this is fucking feel the same as I always feel. I feel the same <laughs> as I always feel. Yeah, I'm like I got. I just got to be really careful. Yeah. But then when you asked me that this morning over breakfast, um, I I started to also think about how rapidly things are changing in our world right now. Like since you and I have sat down here today to work, um, there's been there's been like a a, a policy that just got put into place that anyone returning from Canada or returning from international travel to Canada it must go into 14 day self quarantine. Right. So that's going to affect Tay Taylor right now is on the Galapagos in, in the Galapagos on the Galapagos. Yeah. Whatever on it, whatever in it, he, he's, he will now be required to go into quarantine when he comes home. I feel like he's he, totally not going to, you know, dude, like but he should, but yeah, you know what? Yeah, he totally. fucking will because I'm going to make sure he does. Good. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I believe yesterday, Trump banned all travel 
from the EU into the United States, right? So like all these crazy things are happening. Like the NBA and the NHL. And the NHL, NBA, like all those things canceling. My and, soccer league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your soccer league. My, dude, a huge gig for me in San Diego. I was supposed to go down there and speak at a, at a conference. Got canceled like two days ago. So all this stuff that's rapidly happening like before our very eyes. Like we can just sit here on Twitter today over an eight hour period at the office and, at, while working. And we're just seeing all of these things come up. It's now starting to make me feel like uh, a little more worried than I was an hour ago, a little more worried than I was five hours ago, a little more worried than I was yesterday. You know, so it's it's starting to creep in mm-hmm. and I definitely have to be careful. But th- so a big part of what, why I wanted to have this conversation today is to touch on the importance of of everyone's mental health in a scenario and situation like this. Cause like as much as COVID 19 is like a very real thing that could really detriment detrimentally, if that's a word affect our country. Um, COVID 19 anxiety is also something that's going to fucking like have an effect on our society. Oh yeah. Cause it current, it, it already is like, you can see it happening. It's unraveling right now. You know, it it's it's interesting because the second thing that I was going to bring up there, too, is like the way that um, my perspective of the situation has evolved. Like we did an episode on uh, COVID-19 coronavirus a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was like a couple of weeks after it kind of came into the, the sphere. Like and, and I was definitely more in, in the like uh, alert, not anxious. um be careful for misinformation, you know, and I, I was thinking that it's, it, I was thinking personally that it wasn't going to evolve to where it is today. No, dude, and I don't, I don't think anyone saw I don't it. think anybody was too, but, but now it's like, oh, hey, this is something that is, uh, it's going to be around for the next probably few months I, at least. The year 2020 is going to look very different than it, than it did January 1st. It reminded me a little bit of um, Donald Trump and the rise of Donald Trump. Like it started as a faraway joke, something that would never touch us or happen. Yeah, and now it's yeah. a reality that's that so is true. terrible that we all have Dude, to live with. F- fuck yeah. That's yeah, the last thing I can think of that was like this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay. Well, let, let's, so to the point, the point that I was going to make there is like, you know, and, and it really is spending time with um, somebody like you who like, look, Older people are always going to be um, vulnerable when it comes to uh, like viruses and yeah. things that are going around. And but like this is a really stark reminder for me that it's like, hey, you know, there are other people who live with uh, chronic illnesses and different um, diseases and vulnerabilities that um, put them at risk to uh, potentially lose their lives to viruses and illness, illnesses and things like this. And it, it, like I hadn't really thought of it in this way until the last couple of weeks or the last week where this yeah. grew into the situation that it is in now. So I made a post on my Instagram earlier. Uh, let, let's talk about that then. Let's talk about like um, how it feels to live with an, uh, a suppressed immune system like myself and, and the, the sort of like dialogue that's happening right now around me. Right. So I made a post earlier 
on my Instagram that's picked up a little bit of traction where I basically said like, look, there's people in my life that I care very much about who are saying things like, well, I feel like this is all blown out of proportion. Like we don't really have to worry because it, it's only going to affect people with, you know, older people or people with immune, uh, immunosuppressed, um, people with suppressed immune systems. And I get really like, I, I was really taken back when I heard someone close to me say that because I'm going, yo, 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 like that's me. You're talking about me, right? So just because, you know, say you are Taylor McGilvery and you've got a wicked immune system or you're Brian Stever and you're fucking going to CrossFit and your immune system's top notch. Um, you, you, yes, you are probably going to be okay. But I, on the other hand, uh, will I'll, not be in and I'm around you a lot. And, and it's very like, so you, so I'll probably be okay, but I heard my gym shutting down. So <laughs> fuck. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'll be okay. So, so my whole point is, is that, um, don't, don't forget that the people that you surround yourself with, um, live with, there's so many people out there that live with like illnesses that we just don't see. And so it's, if I don't look at this person across the table from me and see an old man, with like rickety bones and like, you know, living in an old folks home. Well, and, and instead I look across the table and I see, you know, some young woman who looks pretty fit and like vi- vibrant and healthy. They could be living with something like Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and I have no idea. And they are one of those people that if they got COVID, they're probably toast. It's kind of just like... uh Quit being so fucking selfish and thinking about yourself all the time, right? Like, think about other people. Just think about other people. Don't be a dick about it. Uh, and also, your experience in life, like, for example, me, who, as you mentioned, has very, very, very healthy immune system. Um, uh, my like, experience... Those were like too, too many varies. There, but <laughs> yeah, okay. But my, my experience in life is not the same as everybody else's. So just because right. I experience life this way doesn't mean that it's the same way that other people do. There was a, a woman who tagged us in an Instagram post uh, at Callie Blackmore or Bilkmore. I'm sorry, Callie. Um, she made this really great post. And I just want to like just kind of point to it. Uh, she basically was saying what I was trying to just say, but in much fewer and more succinct and better words. Um I'm just going to read it or read the caption. There's a lot of information saturation going on and it's easy to spiral or become overwhelmed. I know I've been struggling the past couple of days and other than wasting, washing my hands, my phone and remaining isolated, there isn't much else I or anyone else can do. But one thing I can do is educate. Everyone already knows during flu season to take precautions and know that the elderly children and people with pre-existing conditions are more susceptible and with this pandemic, those precautions are important, more important than ever. But what exactly qualifies as a pre-existing condition? Above is a list of which I unfortunately qualify under four of them. All right, so here's the list that she put up. Blood disorders, chronic kidney disease, chronic liver disease, compromised immune system. So this could mean uh, seeing a doctor for cancer treatment. Uh, such as chemo and radiation, receiving organ or bone marrow transplant, taking high doses of cort- cort- corticosteroids, corticosteroids um, other immunosuppressant medications, HIV or AIDS, current or recent pregnancy within the last two weeks, Whoa. endocrine disorders like diabetes, 
metabolic disorders such as inherited metabolic disorder. I love when you read. <laughs> I know, dude. I, I'm scientific just, things. I don't read good. <laughs> heart disease such as congenital heart disease, um, lung disease. Hello. Asthma, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, cystic fibrosis, neurological and neurologic and neurodevelopment conditions, including disorders of the brain, spinal cord, peripheral nerve, and muscles such as cerebral palsy, epilepsy, hey, uh, intellectual you, disabilities, you moderate know, to severe developmental del- delay, muscular know, dystrophy, you know spinal many, cord injury. <laughs> do, you know, Sorry, do you know who lives with those things? Dude, every everyone everyone we've ever had on the fucking a show, fuckload a fuckload of, of people. Like that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like yeah. I, I made this. I made in that post that I made earlier. I was like, it could be the cute barista who serves you your coffee at Starbucks. And when I put that post up, literally, someone immediately messaged me and goes, "Hello, that is me. I am the cute barista that serves you the coffee, and I have Ehlers Danlos Syndrome." That's, what that's you exactly said. what you I said. You said specifically Ehlers Danlos spe- Syndrome. I specifically <laughs> said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, th- th- dude, those people. That's the, the whole point of this podcast is to like show you that illness affects all of us. Even if you aren't affected by it directly, you are indirectly affected by it because everyone we surround ourselves with is somehow connected to somebody who's sick, right? And, and if you don't live with one of those incredibly long listed of list of things that you just listed off, if you don't live with that, you somebody got you love. For sure does. Somebody in your immediate, like, one degree of separation. And if somebody in your immediate one degree of separation doesn't, you got to get out more. (laughs) You're probably agoraphobic. And your immune system's probably not doing great. You know what I mean? Like, you're not getting out. You don't, like, you got (laughs) to, also, are you okay? And also, do you want to come on the podcast? Yeah. We're taking applications. (laughs) Go to sickboypodcast.com slash contact. But by the way, if you get COVID-19, give us a show. (laughs) Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you get your podcasts. Um, okay, so let's... Do you want to take a second to just talk about like the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic? Yeah. What's the difference? Because I fucking don't know. It, it's pretty simple, honestly. Um, and I don't like... It's not just stored in my brain, but I can read it off the page right now. So yeah, okay, let's do that. An epidemic is uh, an, inv- a, an event in which a disease is actively spreading. Sounds uh, like COVID-19. It does, yeah. But it's often used to describe a problem that is, has grown out of control. Um, but the thing that you've probably been hearing is like, whoa, COVID-19 is a pandemic now, right? Yeah, so right. Like, but yeah. like, it sounds like it could be an epidemic, right? Like it's, but <gasps> pandemic is like the, who, next, the next level. Who said it's a pandemic? Yeah. So what that, um, no, I'm pan- asking you who said it's a pandemic? <laughs> who said, who did say? Yeah. Who said it? Yeah. Who said it? That's what I'm asking you. Who said it was a pandemic? Who said it was a pandemic? Who? Who did? I'm asking you that. Who said it? I'm, that's, I'm telling you. Who did? 
<laughs> All right, Abbott and Costello. <laughs> nice no. one. I fucking hate us. The WHO, the World <laughs> Health Organization. Sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I hear they also let the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> they did, actually. Um, so a pandemic actually relates to the geographic spread. So uh, a pandemic can either affect an entire country, so it would be a countrywide pandemic, or uh, it can affect the entire world. So in in terms of like, who classifying COVID-19 as a pandemic, they're referring to uh, a pandemic across the entire world. So it's affect multiple countries. It's grown out of control. And um, yeah, there's, there's, they're basically saying that everybody's going to get it and most people are going to die. Okay. I'm just kidding. I just that, added that last I was like, whoa, that, that got real, yeah, that got real intense. Um, okay, so right now we're in a pandemic. It, can it get worse than a pandemic? No, pandemics the the like quote unquote worse it can worse it can get. However, um, really? I will say that like when when they change the classification from uh, epidemic to pandemic, they don't actually view the disease any differently at that point. They view it differently, but the, it doesn't mean that they're actually changing the things that they're doing to stop it at that point. They're just okay. like basically like hey. This has become a pandemic. It's out of control. It's actually affected the entire world. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what can we, what can people do? I know that. So. All right. How do I, how do we, how do we transition to this? I, there's, there's, I feel like there's, there's two different, um, there's two different sides of the spectrum of people like reacting right now, or maybe there's three, right? There's the people in the center that are like, okay, this is happening. We, we need to take precautions. Um, but also there's no need to panic. And then there's people on the far end that's like, panic, freak out, go rob the liquor store. <laughs> and then there's people on the, uh, the, uh, the other side, like my dad the other day, who's like, it's all blown out of proportion. This is, this is all going to blow over soon. And it's only old people that are going to get affected. Right. I think um, the problem is though. And the reason why is because there's reliable news networks that are kind of perpetuating both. Yeah. Yeah. Messages, totally. Right. Like, yeah. Like really- I, conflicting yeah i tweeted at national post the other day and i was like guys fuck off with with this like it, it was just a, a headline that was just so clickbaity and fear-mongery but as you mentioned to me that headline didn't reflect the content of the article either that's right yeah right. yeah yeah um so but i want to take a moment to talk to the people who are like feeling a little anxious mm-hmm. and like feeling ang- you know real anxiety right now um that's so okay. And there's there's a there's a time and a place and like room for anxiety. I think anxiety can be a good thing because it can it can sort of gently nudge you into the space of making good decisions, taking precautions that you should be taking that you might not otherwise would have. Um but also just be super mindful that like you don't get you don't spiral out of control in that anxiety and that it, that it becomes a, a real issue. Um, so, you know, if you're practicing like social isolation, um, make sure that you're also practicing like some self care within that, mm-hmm. you know, like go outside for a walk. Uh, uh, listen to actually, you know, what, you know, it's fucking great. Rich O'Coin one of my favorite musicians ever also Halgonian. What's up, Rich? He just put together um, a playlist on Spotify called feel good playlist for anxious times. Oh really? Yeah. And he just released it. 
So uh, go look up Rich O'Coin on Spotify, Feel Good Playlist for Anxious Times. If you don't know Rich O'Coin already, you should. He's an amazing musician. Um, he does part of the transitional music in Turn Me On podcast. Shout out. Um, but he put together this playlist for all the people who are feeling pretty like anxious right now. So go listen to that. Um, eat eat healthy food. You know, like make sure you're you feel like you're taking in good nutrients. Get some exercise. Get some exercise in. Bri does the weekly workouts. Yeah. Are, wait, are you going to still do that now that the world's shutting down? I, I think so. I mean, you're only really having like two people show up every week anyway. Like so five. it's not like There's yeah, five. Okay, five, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not over. What's the. It's not over 100 or whatever the. Yeah, not like uh, some of the other major cities around, yeah, yeah. around the world. But you know what? We're working. We're slowly. And you know what? Maybe we can recruit some more people to come out during these times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These hard, hard times. Uh, what else? What, what do you guys do for self, self care? I don't know. I'm just using all of that toilet paper that I bought. Yeah. Actually. Using extra toilet paper. Yo, speaking of that fucking dumb shit, don't go out buying toilet paper. You don't need it. Listen to me. People, listen to me. Before they shut down shipping, buy a tushy. Get a a bidet. It's literally like 75 bucks. My mom got it for me for Christmas like a year ago. And it is... I've, I haven't used toilet... Guys, I haven't used toilet paper in like a year. I've only used toilet paper to dry my, my, my little bum bum. That's it. Do you not... You're, you're shaking your head like you don't fucking believe me. I don't like bidets. Oh, get... Why? Because the first time I used one, I didn't know it was a bidet. Okay. And the water just <laughs> shot up and surprised me. Yeah, but you... And it so, was really unpleasant. It, was it so unpleasant that it gave you that bad of PTSD that you would never try it again? You just, you got to tighten the bunghole. You can't just go into it loose because it'll give you a little freshwater enema. You got to like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to suck it in, like tighten the butt and then spray. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, it's uh, A, reduces waste. It is using water, but like, okay, whatever. Pick your battles. Um, And B, if... All the fucking toilet paper's gone from Costco. You don't just go home and take a doo doo, and you don't have to worry about it. I'll just use my cat. Oh my god, <laughs> that's uh, awful. One of the one of the things that I wanted to bring up is that uh, I heard a guy say a quote on the news the other day, and I'm going to butcher it, but basically the the premise of it was that overreacting, um, what seems like overreacting today. Um, might in fact actually seem like underreacting, you know, a couple months mm, from now. Mm-hmm. So I think that I was a couple of weeks ago. I was more in the camp that I was. I was saying like, don't don't overreact to this. Yeah, you were. And I'm my opinion and my perspective has shifted to now be more inclined to take precautions. Be more in that camp of overreacting in order to um dude be- better be safe to, than sorry to to protect you know? the people around me that i care yeah. about too like mm-hmm. i because i was very much selfish in my way of thinking like thinking well you know i'm gonna be fine yeah but um i remember what like when i was leaving breakfast with you this morning we were walking out the door and i was like a few feet behind you and i was like man i just don't even want to be i don't want to be 
in your space because yeah, but that's silly. Yeah, and and I know, I know, but like, but I. I mean, I if you were if you like, were Taylor and you returned today from the Galapagos, yeah, yeah, maybe that makes a little more sense. But it's also like that, but and like now you, like heightened sense of awareness of like, yeah, hey, yeah. look, like it would really suck to infect one of your loved ones, yeah. who is vulnerable, yeah, you know. And also, it's like I love that every time you say vulnerable, your voice cracks. Yeah, it's and, and me being, being and, vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, and like, I can see you. I can tell you're not crying, but everyone who listens just assumes, oh, he's crying now. Yeah, like dude. when he, when you say vulnerable, oh my God. when we went to that, uh, music and mental health thing the other night, <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I had to bawling. leave. Yeah. Yeah. My poor little heart. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I just want to say that I want you to be safe. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best. The other thing is like, there are no cases of coronavirus in <laughs> Dude, Nova Scotia right what's now. What's the point of even saying that? Like, that literally could change in five it minutes. Probably yeah. will. As of 6.36 p.m. on Friday, March 13th, there are no confirmed cases. I can't wait to listen back to this in a week and be like, there's like a thousand in Nova Scotia by then. You can't wait? God, that's awful. Well, that's the thing is that there probably are some people that have it, but it's one ha- of those viral yeah. diseases that you can have it without realizing well, it. Well, how about this? I have a friend whose mother just got off a cruise and doesn't feel well, and she got tested. She lives here in Nova Scotia, and when she got tested, their response to her of how long it will take for her to find out is 72 hours. So. That's forever in this kind of situation. That's a long time. 72 hours from right this moment right now – the world was a different place. She's for sure patient zero. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. She, she's she's feeling uh, much better. Uh, apparently, I, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta follow up. And I, also, let's stop talking about that. That's, I do. Uh, the one thing that I want to talk about though before we uh, wrap it on this is uh, is it's so funny that hashtag boomer remover is <laughs> trending on Twitter. <laughs> Like, I don't think that can you I think, can you just describe that for people who are like, I don't know what that means. I will say that I think it's very impolite, but I think the 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 comedy of it is is hilarious. It's, so hashtag it's pretty, boomer it's remover dark. referring to COVID-19 <laughs> wiping out all of the boomers oh or senior God. age people. It's like, uh, oh. yeah, the, but the tweets are, are very funny around it because um <laughs> Uh, I just want to read. I'm going to scroll through and read some of them, if you don't mind. Sure. Actually, most yeah, of them sure. are. You should just go and look. If you're listening to this, you should just go to Twitter and search it. This just sounds um, horrible, Brian. I can't believe you're fucking putting shining light on this terrible, horrible hashtag. <laughs> There's a really sad-looking picture, and it says, everyone making jokes about hashtag boomer remover, but anyone bother to ask? You okay, boomer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Boomers. You hey guys, look, Hello <laughs> Tushy mentioned me in their story. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, Boomer said, uh, you millennials are way too soft. Well, <laughs> millennials say, hashtag Boomer remover. Boomers, whoa there, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Listen, folks, um, wash your hands. Um, uh, take care of your mental health. Uh, remember that the people you surround yourself with might be compromised even though they don't look it and uh and don't panic i think the big i think like the honestly like if if you take one thing from 
this podcast. Um, in the fine words that I read on a bathroom wall one day that I got that my good buddy Dave Culligan got tattooed on his fucking arm. Life will always be beautiful again. This is everything is temporary. Everything is temporary. So if you're feeling like uh, it is the end of the world, uh, maybe, maybe it is. And if it is, that's temporary too. So um, there's gonna be there's gonna be another side to this, and and we'll all be on the other side of it soon. And uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. You'll be okay, boomers. <laughs> See you on the other side. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.